The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? Not much. How are you? I'm great. You look great. Well, thank you. You feel great? I uh, I do. Why? You Good. You going to try to make me feel bad or something? No, I thought you bad. might be about ready to feel better. You had oh. your uh, mitra there. Yeah, and there you go. the show started, and we were just talking a little football. Mm-hmm. I get a little nervous when I hear people on... You know, obviously, we've got Nick Wright on TV as a national sure. broadcaster constantly telling... Chiefs fans, everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Right. But he always says everything's going to be okay. Man, so, for the most part, it has been. Yeah, and, and for mean, the most part, it has been. But, you know, even things like, uh, you know, this last game, I I was like, are you confident? And he texted me and said, we are going to roll them. You know, and yeah. I was like, okay, well. So it was close. I think closer yeah. than he uh, was uh, predicting. But then I started hearing them talk about Jalen Hurts and MVP and is Jalen Hurts, you know, disrespected? Of course, Nick says no. Nick was saying that. Maybe he gets too much respect, but then we're looking at <laughs> we're looking at records, and Snowcone said that he thought that the Chiefs and the Eagles that he'd read that we had the exact same that they had the same records and the same amount of points and scored. the same amount That's of points crazy. scored. But I also heard someone say on Nick's show that I think he said that uh, Jalen wasn't in at least one of those games that they lost he did to the miss Saints a game or something. For sure, maybe mm-hmm. more, but he was hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, they would. I remember. Wa- I didn't watch a ton of them, but when they were on, they'd be like, you know, he's not 100 percent or whatever. Right. I didn't see that much of him because I don't see that much NFC. Right, it's like three or four games, I think. But are you telling me like what was he just? He did lose a game or two, didn't he? Like, or or was he out all As those starter? games that he lost? Yeah. I don't know. Because I mean, I was feeling okay. I'm not like <laughs> overly confident, but then I was checking. I was like, you know what? Who is favored to win this thing? And so I started digging around. And, of course, it's different depending on which website you click on. I suppose I could just open a sports betting yeah, app and see. But it looked like it's hovering somewhere around them favoring the Eagles, you know, two and a half, three points, something like that, so that the Eagles are slight favorites. That's something Do you else take I into account heard. that the AFC is just so much better than the NFC? Does that matter? I don't know. Of? They said that the reason they think that the Chiefs are slight underdogs is because of all the injuries. They said they yeah. thought that if the Chiefs didn't have all the injuries they have, that they'd probably be comes slight back. If Juju comes back, McCole probably won't, but if Cardarius Tony comes back. But it, but we keep saying, like, you know, the AFC is so much better than the Chiefs NFC. Chiefs plus 1.5. Okay. okay, that's where they're at right now on yeah. the sports betting apps. Yeah, so I don't know, Snowcone. I think you and I think alike a little bit. Like, oh, but... The AFC is so much better. Sure, the Eagles had a well, I mean, great that's, season. I'm, I'm wondering, does that do you take that into account? You know what I mean? I don't know if people actually think that or if it's just <clears throat> us. Because everyone says that all the time. The AFC is so much well, more. Well, Nick stacked. says it, right? Well, and I we think the AFC, AFC is does better, have but you still, you know, it's not like good the teams. NFC still plays AFC. Sure, yeah. It's not like baseball where you know you get one right. interleague weekend. So right, I'd have to see who the Eagles beat in the AFC. Right. And then, and then also the and AFC then the teams Eagles, that the Chiefs are playing aren't very good, some of them. You right, know? think about So we thought they were going to be good, but they got Denver twice, right. mm-hmm. the Raiders twice, twice. Mm-hmm. and 
Uh, the Chargers, Chargers which they're good, Chargers you know, good team. Right. they're a decent team for sure. Well, the but Eagles would have had the Giants twice who made the playoffs, Cowboys. the Cowboys twice who mm-hmm. made the playoffs, right? Yeah. And then the Commanders. Commanders. I, yeah. Right. Almost said the wrong name. That's what it is. Yeah, do you? I heard a guy the other day say it. And uh, you the got, old name. You almost like you don't even oh. want to say it, but he said Redskins, and then somebody stopped him and he goes, no, I, when, when I played, that's who I played for. I right. never played for the Commanders. Oh, okay. like, and I was like, oh, okay. I wonder how that works. I was right. just going to ask. And people were like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. He's like, man, it could be wrong, but that's who I played for. What's that called in the trans community? Is that dead naming? Dead naming. Yeah. When you get the gender wrong? So do you, you dead you name say, them then? If you referred to like, Bruce Like, do we just Jenner. refer to them? But do we just refer to all their old... Like, as Joe Theismann, mm-hmm. the greatest Commanders quarterback ever? I guess mm. so. That's weird, right? It is Feels weird. weird. I would think that it's. I'm a Big Ten in. fan, and they were like, you know, the top ten Big Ten coaches ever, and like number four was that guy from Nebraska, mm. and I'm like, we never played that guy. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. what are you talking about? Yeah, and if you play, I'm team, like, you just be, that, that doesn't make any sense. And like as a kid, I watched. I mean, now I'm with you, Lazo. I'm scared to say it. I watched the Redskins. Win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I remember it was the first time I ever bet money. I bet $15, which was a lot because I was a kid and inflation. Seriously, it was quite a bit of money. And uh, by the way, I bet it on them and they won. But it's weird to say, like, if I was telling someone a story, oh, I remember back in 91 or whatever year that was, when I bet $15 on the Washington Commanders. I didn't bet it on the Washington Commanders. <laughs> right. I guess you just say Washington. Yeah, you could just say Washington. That's there probably go. good. I wish they would have kept the Washington football team. I like that. Me too. Uh, yeah, I like that better than Commanders. I don't I hate Commanders. I told you, I wish everybody would just go to that. To just football team? The Kansas City we, football team? And the, the Kansas City baseball team? Kansas City baseball club? That way we're just done with all the arguing. But what do you do about logos? You just like you have the your the letters. KC, everybody's got it right, on there. The right. Washington team has the W. You use the letters and then right? no. Uh, I'm not just thinking. You know, Seattle has an S. San yeah. Diego has an SD. Yeah. The only ones that would change are like the you know the teams without them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like the, the Bengals, the Chargers, them, right. the Browns. But you could make they could somewhat logos that look like they're old. Well, and design. you could still use a logo though, right? Like you could have a logo that's kind of used for shirts and you stuff could, like I'm that. I'm sure they would mix them. it through. Yeah. You know, if the, if the Royals, if it was just the Kansas City baseball team, they, they could still be crowns and stuff to reference it, like sure. on T-shirts. But you yeah. just call them the Kansas City baseball team. Yeah, I kind of like it. I thought Washington football team was cool though, just because partially they were the only ones. It was like the Washington football team. You yeah. know, it was just kind of cool. It always did when I was reading about them, though. What took me a problem because they would, you know, like if they uh, shorten San Diego, it's just SD, right? But whenever they would shorten the Washington football team, it would be WFT. Oh, and in my head, I would yeah. always be WTF. Right. I'm like, what are they talking about? And I'd be like, ah, football team. Okay. Right. Yeah. I guess I don't read enough sports yeah. stuff. I didn't even notice that. But I was confused by now that it's the commanders. Still, when they say, I'm getting more used to it, but when they say commanders, yeah. I have to admit, I still think like, oh, is that the USFL thing? Because mm-hmm. I know there's like two other pro football leagues now, or at least one. There were two. USFL, I think XFL's <clears throat> back, isn't it? Or something, yeah. yeah. Rock is owns it, the, it. Yeah. Is it XFL? Are they playing? Yeah, like, are they, so. are they getting ready to play? Yeah, I think they're, they're I've year. seen commercials for USFL. Right, I saw they that. They show commercials for that. And then I swear there was another one that's just called, like, the Professional Football League or something. Hmm. That well, might already Rock be gone. Rock owns the XFL. Okay. He bought but, it. But XFL didn't play last year. No, they stopped during COVID, I think. Oh, is that what happened? Because I remember seeing commercials for USFL, and then I never saw – I've not seen a clip of a game. Like, have they played a game? 
Have, is that something that's that happened? I was looking recently? last night actually, and I saw that it said like they had, had an announced list of like what cities, what the team names yeah. were like this year. I think so. I, okay, because I think they're playing back. in February. I we think. just looked up an old uh, chief. Oh, we looked up Todd Haley yesterday. Oh, okay, yeah. And didn't it say that he was now coaching a USFL, USFL team? I think so. Yeah. I think that's what it said. Twenty twenty three schedule. So week one, February eighteenth. Okay. The Vegas Vipers against the Arlington Renegades. The Orlando Guardians against the Houston Roughnecks. The Roughnecks. Roughnecks. I like that. The St. Louis Battlehawks against, oh, look at that. that, uh, uh, The Rock, the San Antonio Brahmas. The San Antonio Brahmas, okay. And then the Seattle Dragons against the D.C. Defenders. Okay. It's always, you know, I mean, it makes sense that there's... How many teams is that? Looks like there's two, four, six, eight. Eight. That's what they did. Didn't the XFL have about eight? They might have had That is it. the XFL. I'm saying originally. They didn't have well, about eight. And then they, they anyway, said there's plans on growing. I shall be... Let me look. Are you going to go to any of those games? you got to take your boys now. I don't have... There's nothing around. I guess St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be a Seattle Dragons fan. There you go. Seattle Dragons. Wait, St. Louis has a team? Yeah. That one you said? Oh, I didn't even hear you say that. They're the only ones that kept their name, I think. What are they called? The Battlehawks. They were that last time. Would be Battlehawks. They were? Yeah. God, I don't remember that. What were the... Uh, I, re- I remember very little about the XFL, except I remember He Hate Me, right? Oh, yeah, but they, they could change after that. Oh, there was XFL after that? Yeah, original like during the COVID stuff. Okay, and see, then the I Rock would it, introduce the games, and it was yeah. on TV. Okay, I never saw it. Yeah, and then COVID, or if I, I did, I've completely forgotten. I remember seeing. And there's like a big deal. I think like you have to look it up. I read an article on it. They were doing a game at night. It was like maybe their first night game, and they were expecting a lot of people to tune in, and the the truck went out. Oof! So they couldn't get video, and I guess Vince McMahon was freaked out. Oh. Like, there's a whole story about what went wrong and how they got it, and there was. The, you couldn't you couldn't get picture and then you couldn't get the announce like it was just you know a disaster. Well, I'm looking at and that might have been the first go around with the XFL, but some, something it was because like, it yeah. was Vince still because I don't I mean, unless he has something to do with it again. He did the he, last time he just sold it to the Rock. Okay, because I thought I remember. Oh, that's right, he didn't sell XFL. He sold the camera. That right. was the story. I still don't that's know if that's the big true. Story, the spider but, camera, yeah, or whatever. because yeah. their version of the Super Bowl was called like the Big Game at the end. Yeah, and the and the team. I think you won a million dollars. Like did each player, the whole team, it the had to be team, each the whole team. Split, yeah. What split a million dollars? And the story that I heard was that when he sold the football out and you had to go get it, yes, instead of a kickoff, no fair catch. It was more dangerous. Yeah, it was a lot more dangerous. Before CTE, like let's make it. Let's. Well, I saw this roll the ball. You guys go hit your heads against each other. What they do now is they the players line up at the fifty yard line and they kick it right, and the person's back to receive it, but no one can move until the person receives it. Oh, okay. So that's how they. Sort of keep the idea of no fair catch. It's supposed catch, to make it more like you have a better chance, but you can also get hit harder, I right. think. Right. Okay. okay. Well, the story was that he sold the, that spider camp tech. Right? Yeah. You guys have heard that urban legend and that that paid for the whole season? Well, did, yeah. I've, I've heard that before. I've never actually read it somewhere like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. reliable. He did. Oh, okay. He did. Um, I guess I've never read somewhere reliable that it paid for the whole season and you know ended up paying for all of his costs yeah. and it ended up covering it. But then USFL, I went to look them up, and the first thing I get is USFL Ford Field, Detroit's Ford Field, the host USFL games during 2023 season. Yeah, I, yeah, they're playing too because I saw the commercial, so there's more than one now. Wait, Detroit is? Is that what you said? That, yeah, yeah says, they'll have a Ford, I think are they the, I think they're the Michigan Panthers. Well, that's what I was looking for. I was oh, looking, just like before. I was looking for, for teams. Hmm? So you'll root for them. 
Yeah, but it's not the XFL. It's the USFL. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yes. It's oh, when I was a kid, that was a big deal. The USFL, which is... We were talking like, about I had USFL of... posters. My butt, like, people wore USFL, Michigan Panthers jerseys to school. And who like, was Like, I knew, those... like, as a very little kid, like, this is a competition to the NFL, and I like the USFL better. Now, granted, I lived in Detroit, and Michigan was good. Mm. Yeah. Right? So you were like, man... Something to I'm watch. a Michigan Panthers yeah, fan. Absolutely. Those Lions can go to hell. <laughs> right. Right. And then, because we were talking about that yesterday, too. They were talking about greatest quarterbacks of all time, and Steve Young yeah, popped uh, up. Jim Kelly went to the USL first. Herschel Walker. G- Steve Young, right? Steve oh, Young. Jim Kelly was one. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. Is who are those other guys whose records I know of Herschel Walker and Steve Young? I know Jim those Kelly. two. Jim Kelly. And that messed up their, their yeah. records, kind of, right? Because yeah. I don't they know how many years they played there. I, I know I watched the documentary, and when... How many years did Trump own it before it went away? Well, he didn't own it. He kept trying to get a. Oh, I thought I thought he bought it and then it went under. Well, you got small the new... potatoes. I think it was called uh, thirty for thirty. Oh, is that what it was? It was a thirty for thirty. New Jersey Generals, the Birmingham Stallions, the Houston Gamblers. Why are they the Houston Gamblers? The Michigan Panthers, the Philadelphia Stars, the New Orleans Breakers, the Tampa Bay Bandits, the Pittsburgh Maulers. That's kind of cool. And I think, as far as I can tell, that's all of them. The Maulers is kind of cool. Is it? I think so. I don't. Well, I guess it's because I'm also looking at their logos, so I'm seeing each one of them, and it looks kind of cool. I don't know. Uh, it's still black and gold, like the the Steelers. But I know one thing that um, in one of the football documentaries I've watched over the years, it might have been that show on. Um, Amazon Prime, the Deion Sanders thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rock was going to, and I think this is really smart. The Rock was going to a ton of HBCU colleges and drafting kids out of there to play in the XFL because they never get looks in the NFL. So he oh, was like, "This is your chance, right? This is your chance." You, you know, and Dion and a bunch of historically black college coaches were there like you know let's do this so i think that could really build you know you're trying to find people get a reason for them to watch you know right and also i've heard people mention this in the past but if you're thinking like you can't compete with the nfl well we'll see but it's very rare for there to be an industry as big as the nfl to make as much money as the nfl does and to not have any real type of competition. Like for someone right. else to be trying to get a piece of that. And you could say, well, college football, sure. But as far as professional that's problem, football, though. yeah, that, that's what he's into. The problem is because, you know, the NFL and the NCAA obviously are hand in hand. Yep. And if you're looking for minor league NFL football, it's already at college. Yeah. And now with name, image, likeness, they can pay you more than the XFL can. Like, if I was a pretty good college kid, I'd be like, well, I could go to the XFL, but why? Right. Yeah. I can make more money here. Yeah. And I at least get, they're going to pay me $35,000. Even if I'm just okay, I can get a $70,000 truck from some <laughs> right. dick butt Ford, right? <laughs> dick like, butt Ford. Is, <laughs> I don't know. The like, only it's really place to buy a Ford, that. really. The church. The church of Laszlo. It's February, you know. I've heard that. Actually, today's uh, nice out today, though. Groundhog Day. Yeah, it is, it is nice here today. Uh, it's Black History Month, February. Did they see the shadow. Well, we'll get to that later. Oh, don't, don't jump! Don't headlines. jump ahead, Snow okay, Don't sorry, jump my ahead. Fault. My fault. You're gonna ruin everything. Because <laughs> uh, I still have to look up exactly what that means. Every year, I get confused. I thought for Every years that if year. you saw a shadow or didn't, it, 
It, it was just a different way of wording the same thing. Six more weeks until spring, six more weeks of winter. But I was wrong about that. So no, I need, yeah. to, need to double check. But no, there's uh, – I don't know if you saw this on social media, but there's some pushback uh, against Apple currently and how they're choosing or at least one of the ways that they're choosing to uh, honor Black History Month okay. or promote Black History Month. Uh, you know, this happened with uh, – wasn't it? What was the last thing? Who when did didn't Walmart make ice cream or someone made ice cream? Was that Juneteenth? There was one that people were like, "What?" Yeah, I think going it was Juneteenth on? stuff, right? Was that? Yeah, it was, yeah. Like, it was IKEA. Okay, I think it was more than one I think company. It was Walmart though. too. I think okay. they made like they might have made ice. Someone made IKEA ice cream. IKEA did a June like a Juneteenth had like or something? a chicken and watermelon thing at their no cafeteria. no yes, no, you know what? right you just got canceled no I'm not right. kidding you just got sued is what I'm IKEA is like no we did not we did Cancel not do them. that I'm gonna find it we okay. sell Swedish meatballs that's all we <laughs> right, do right we did not do a watermelon thing <laughs> Jesus Christ look IKEA slammed for serving fried chicken and watermelon. For honor Juneteenth. Okay. Is that I told you what, what that website that is that? It sounds like a frat party. WGN TV. We talked about it. And New York Post. Ikea Juneteenth menu with watermelon right, fried WGN chicken. Oh, my God. God, I don't, remember. don't come at me like their goddamn minds. I guess. I, I mean, look, I know they're not like Americans, so maybe that's part of it. But they, they have to have an American headquarters. I mean, I know they do because we lived by it in Seattle. So they have yeah. people that... Are American who work for IKEA America that should know better. But anyway, we're not here to talk about IKEA. We're here to talk about Apple because it's Black History Month, and um, this—they're now being slammed for what they what they I guess have done. I have Ooh, not seen Apple this. Apple, or Apple black people. Apple. I oh, have okay. not seen this. This is Black History Month, and they're being slammed. I'm like Jesus already. <laughs> no. Well, uh, you know, with everything, that's, right, like, everything that's happened. What are we with, doing? Obviously, Tyree Nichols being in the news, they talk about how that's part of why this is maybe even more tone deaf than it would be had it, had that not been in the news right now. But uh, do you guys you guys have iPhones? I do. You guys don't have Apple Watches though, right? I don't. But do you use the Apple Health app? You know, it gives you the Ring now. Do you guys um, get the Move Ring? No. Oh, you don't get that. I I don't really use it. But do you get the thing at night? Like, hey, you didn't move as much today I, as no. you did yesterday. Oh, you turn that off. I didn't turn it on. Oh, okay. So maybe I turned it on at some point. I get it every night. I thought, I know the app you're talking about. I thought you had to have a watch with it. No, I mean, it uses, for me, it just uses my phone. As long as I've got my phone on me, you know, it's counting my steps and seeing oh, how okay. much I Okay, I didn't moved. know that. So it'll tell me at night, like, hey, you need to move a little bit. You did nothing today. And on those days, I know, like, yeah, I didn't do anything today. Uh, and then when I do really good, it's like, you did great today, but still, I think the mo you're supposed to close the ring. I think that's the idea. If you close your move ring, then you, you hit your goals of okay. movement and activity. For me, it says you did great today. I get about a quarter of it. You know, like I walked the dog okay, and I get yeah, a quarter yeah. or half of it, but I never fill the damn thing up. Well, um, someone noticed on her Apple watch, uh, that somehow they managed to turn this move thing into a black history thing. Um, she says, good morning to everyone except Apple, which pushed me this notification this morning. Now, uh, this TikToker, her name's Tamika Turner, but she goes by pretty critical on the app. And this is from the New York Post. Um, this video just keeps getting more and more views, but I'll play you a clip of her TikTok video. Good morning to everyone except for Apple, which pushed me this notification this morning. It says, let's come together to honor black history. Earn this Unity Award by closing your move ring for seven days in a row during February. What? I just think it's unbelievable and unacceptable that, especially in the wake of Tyree Nichols' murder, the one thing that Apple has to say about honoring Black people and Black history is, use our product. Maybe lose a little weight. I mean, come on. Okay, so to, 
Well, you already got their product because they didn't right. send a push notification to people who have Android. Right. So right. take that out. Right. Uh, but I, and I don't know if I've got this right. People uh, on the text line or on the um, stream in the chat can, can correct me. Because I've never filled my circle, I'm not sure what happens, but I think it gives you awards like Xbox does. You know, like Xbox, you get XP circle. points or whatever. I don't know what they're called on PlayStation. <laughs> I don't know what they're called on PlayStation, but you get... My phone warns me if I don't. You too. get rewards. <laughs> I have not filled some fast circle lately. So, so I think I know. you're supposed to get these ignoring. rewards for meeting your challenges. I don't know if you get one for each ring, and then you get a bigger reward for the week. I think... If you get a certain number of completions a week, or if, like she said, seven in a row, then I think you get uh, an award. I know that there's a place on my app where it says, like, you know, work harder, let's win these awards. Hey, I think uh, Reed uh, on the text line, mm-hmm. he texted, uh, Happy Arbor Day, go buy a bag. And while that's funny in a sense, maybe. That's completely accurate as well. Like for these holidays, and if Black History Month has finally made it to President's Day, which is just it's President's Day. There's buy something. Buy There's something. a white sale. The President's like, Day. It's sale. just we're you know it's Black History Month. Right. Buy stuff. Right. Like that's it. Right. Like well, we it's official now. Right. It's been, welcome. It's been welcome to Labor Day. It's been commercialized. Right. Yeah, I kind of You know, feel I guess like, the same thing like, you know, Memorial Day. Like, do we, what do we think about Memorial Day? Everybody's like, "Oh, thank you." And also, buy a TV. Right. It's 50% off. That we do that for all holidays. That's a really good point that Reed made because really that's all of our holidays, right? Yeah, There's we, none that are really sacred in the sense of unless they're like um you know, really specific to a religion. Like, you don't hear Yom Kippur days. Right. That right? Be, yeah, and maybe because they're a minority, and maybe if they That's were what the I'm majority, saying. So think about be, that, but now yeah. there's Black History Month. They're like, yeah. hey, this is like everybody else. Buy a, a sheet set. Right. Congratulations. Which, is that is that bad or good? I don't know. I think that... I mean, I, obviously, I think it's kind of bad, but it's also kind of like, well, you know... It's accepted, right? You've become part of it. I think we, we kind of said the same thing when the Juneteenth stuff happened. When when we saw the products that were being marketed. And, and I think right, you, there you I go. Steve, same thing. He says that track. Same thing happened to Pride. Right. It's Pride exactly. Month. Buy M and M's. Yep. Rainbow Pride. colored Nikes, right? Yep. Like I've seen it all. It you know the Pride edition of whatever product. Exactly. It is. And I think we said the same thing basically with Juneteenth. It was, you know, it's a new holiday. Uh, that's finally being recognized. And so, welcome to America. Now you've got Juneteenth ice cream. Well, with Black History Month, I know it's not a day, it's a month, right. but still, to see something as kind of. It's an interesting just dumb. way to look at it. You know, I, I don't have the right answer, but that is an interesting way to look at it. Like, once these days, right, become kind of like just part of the. American vernacular, and they're not outside of the norm anymore, then we just sell cars. That's how you know you've made it. <laughs> right, right? Yeah. Like, hey, it's Pride Week at well, Dick Butt Ford, right? right? Like, right. Eh, where to buy a Ford, and yep. that's it. Yep. His parents always said he should have gone by Richard, but he said he didn't have the <laughs> ring to it. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I think right? that we so have that's to an interesting take. Temptation. I wouldn't have thought of that. So thanks, Reed. But you're right. Like, there you are. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what we said about the Juneteenth thing. With Juneteenth, it was new, and you're like, whoa, I've never seen this. But you had already seen stuff that was pride marketed, right? The rainbows, mm-hmm. like you just said. Rainbow whatever. Rainbow shoes, rainbow M&Ms. You already started to right. see it. With Juneteenth, it was the first time you were seeing it, so it was shocking. Also, what is it memorializing or what is it promoting or honoring, right? Right. For Juneteenth, I, I get why it's not necessarily the same thing as Pride Month, right? It's, it's a different feeling, right? right? One is supposed to be joyous and... And it is, you know, like, like it is, like you've hit the mainstream. And it doesn't... You have, you. because like I said, like if I was trying to think of it, but, you know, there is no... Yom Kippur sale at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Like, right. that's not a thing. Right. That I know of. That I know of. Well, I'm never, Jewish, yeah, and I'm, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. But I do think <clears throat> that these things oftentimes, most times, seem can, can seem pretty ridiculous. The fact that Apple somehow managed to wedge black history into the exercise app and, and call it a unity ring. Maybe it's always been called a unity. I don't know. It says unity challenge is what it's, what it's called. Let's come together to honor black history. Earn this unity award by closing your move ring seven days in a row during February. So they give different rewards, obviously, for sure. different things. But if we get seven days in a row in February, then I guess we get a unity ring. And that's our reward. And that's to honor black history month. Is it? I'm just trying to in my head to go back. Like if they said, hey, it's Memorial Day weekend. Let's honor, you know, vets, vets yeah. right? By coming together and closing this ring, would I be like, I just, I think I would be like, I don't really understand what Me you're saying. Either. It's I don't stupid, but it. I don't think you're being racist. Right. Or anti-veteran. I just think right. you're like, hey, send a push notification. We got to get uh, people to use the Apple Health thing. Yeah. So somebody's like, well, what could it be? And they're like, oh, it's, it's uh, you know, Black History Month. And I'm like, good. Make the reward the Black ring. History you, Like, you right. know, I just don't. I, I think maybe it's Deftone. Uh, is that it? No. Tone, tone deaf. deaf. Yeah. Deftone's band. Deftone's I do like. Yeah. Uh, but maybe it's Tone Deaf and yeah. <clears throat> doesn't make a lot of sense, but it doesn't seem to be like. Which is the case with so many of those <clears throat> things, but we just get used to them. And the fact that there's a Memorial Day sale at every single place, you know, we're just used to it. The fact that right. there's, I mean, a lot of, we keep going back to sales, but the fact that there's products that are labeled to piggyback off of these different, you know, months and days, we're just sure. used to it. And so is this one dumb? Yeah, I don't really even understand but how you manage it. it's only dumb because it's new. Well. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I bet there are people who came back from World War II that... After a few years, they were like, hey, it's Memorial Day weekend, and we're selling Toyotas or whatever, right? Yeah. And they were like, what the hell? Of course. In the beginning, what? for sure. Right. right. But then after, you know, some years, they're like, of course, man. Hey, well, are you going to buy a car this weekend? No. Yeah. Why? Well, I'm going to wait till the Memorial Day sale, right? Like, yeah. it is just capitalism at its finest. And we do have... Black History Month. But that may have sounded as stupid back then. Like, why would we buy a car to honor vets? Right. Right. Why are we buying a TV to honor vets? Like, none of this makes sense. Because we, we, we do have Black History Month things, like deals, so to speak. They've been around for a while. I, I looked this morning to see, like, what are the current ones? And I saw that, and since I don't have it in front of me, I don't want to get it wrong. But one of the movie theater chains is doing, like, a Black History Month deal. They're going to show certain movies at a, and you get a discount oh, or whatever. Okay. So that, that. that stuff has existed. I think she has a problem with this, I'm guessing. And by the way, I'm not black. So if, if it's offensive, it's offensive. 
But well, I think she has a problem just, because it doesn't make it's any sense. It's just dumb. Right. right. It just doesn't make sense. It seems forced. It's just like, right. It's a forced capitalism. Yes. But I guess it, my only rebut to that would be like, if we really think about it, it's all forced Once capitalism. Forced, Once you get to yeah. just, you know, hey, Pride Days, you know? Right. And buy these Air Force Ones. Like, what? Uh, exactly. And they do it, you know, and I've heard people complain about that too, because that's true. I mean, every company. Especially just within the last couple of years, every company it seems like wanted to be associated with Pride and showing, look, look at how progressive we are and how you know a lot of companies did that. And, and by the way, gay people, all right on owning that rainbow. Yeah, good job. Like man, everything rainbow. I'm just like, well, that's a Pride thing. Yep, it's a like man, yep. good job. Yep, all that old that, that, stuff. That's not easy to do to just take colors and say that's what th- this means. A bunch this, of colors, right? Yeah. yeah. And a rainbow, that means us. And you're like, huh. At first, I'm like, no, it doesn't. Right. Now I'm like, oh, sure it does. Yeah. In right. the 70s, there were rainbows on everything. Right. On kids' clothing and everything else. I now- see rainbow shoes now. I'm like, my uh, my youngest has a baseball shirt. And it's got, like, the colors of the rainbow and a black shirt. And it just says uh, baseball. Yeah. And the other day, he was like, it's a gay baseball. Right. Because, because he's, so he, he's not, it. that's not, uh, he's not upset. He's wearing it. Right. It's just in his mind at 11. It looks like, like a pride flag. baseball league. Right. It looks like a pride flag yeah. to him. And that's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, like well, you and, said. Good. And he's not like, I'm not going to wear it. But in his yeah. head, he's, I'm like, I'm not sure. He's like, I don't know. Right. Gay baseball. Right. But to sit, to go just a little bit further, I know we got to take a break. You're But to just wrap this up, with the Apple thing, you know, for her at the end, she says it's unbelievable and unacceptable, especially in the wake of Tyree Nichols' murder. That the only thing Apple has to say about black history is that you should exercise. I don't know if that's the only thing Apple also, has to say yes. about black history. Right. Maybe it is. But can we just agree that maybe this is like a one of those examples of this seems forced. Yeah. It doesn't. It's, it, it's, it's bad it optics. And by the way, I don't mind her calling them out for it. Of, because you know either. what? Do better. Absolutely. Like think. Maybe do a little bit creative. Company. Right. With really creative people. Yeah. You invented online music. <laughs> and someone. But you invented it. And someone... You fixed it. Uh, like it was this. all screwed up, and some people in your company fixed it. Yep. Same with MP3 players. Fixed right. those. You fixed them. And yet... And smartphones. Right. You did all that fixed stuff. Those. Come up with a better push alert. Right. It's crazy <laughs> that someone in, in that office somewhere could be like, what if what? we gave away awards like for exercise? It's like Black History Month awards. And then right. you know that had to get approved. Like, you could sit like, up, okay. but how easy if they're like, you know, this is a... We, we've been talking about this for 15 minutes. I didn't even really think about it. But what if you just changed that to... It's Black History Month in honor of, and every day you send out a, a prominent African American athlete, right, right, and, and with a story about him, yes. so that people can get used to it, and it comes out through your health app. Yep. Well, there that was easier, Apple, right. and no one's going to complain. Yep. Your rewards can be Black History Month themed, since you're already giving the rewards anyway. Right. You can say this month. Let's and you may do, not even have to get the rewards. Just hey, sure. here's some information about Jesse yep. Owens, and it comes through your health app. Yep. Seems that would have been easier. Yeah. How, how that doesn't happen. And by the way, it just took me seven minutes, so, you know. Just do better. Not Apple. that hard. Just right. think do, about do, it. Do when better. you get that thing, like, send out this push notification, be like, well, hmm. hmm. Right. <laughs> well, you think about it for seven minutes, you're like, man, you know what? How about if we add yeah. this story on Jim Thorpe or right. whatever? Right. And if you can't come up with that, then I think you should have landed on, let's not do it. Feels forced. Mm-hmm. If you couldn't find it, right. Right, which Lazlo did in seven minutes, to just go, you know what? This 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 feels this just feels off to me. So I, you know, does it make Apple racist? No, no, not necessarily. This makes this clunky it as makes hell. It, exactly. Kind of dumb. Yep. 
got your job last hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/recommend today. All right. What are we doing? Uh I know you've told me before, what's your favorite uh teen comedy from your generation? Is it Fast Times? Mm, I like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Okay. Sure. I'll go with that. I mean, I might have to... Coming-of-age movies, you yeah, know? I was looking uh, at Gen X movies. They're not really, you know... A lot of them are, like, know, from the 90s. Less than zero, 20s. but that's not really funny. Right. Yeah, the the Gen X ones were weird because... Well, there's The Breakfast Club is a big one. Yeah. Um, I sh- yeah. And, and Pretty in Pink, yeah. 16 Candles. Those movies, obviously, Those are, are more list. of, like, you know... Uh, you know, those guys, all those people are a little bit older than me, but I was closer to their age. The Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I was really interested in because they were like my sister's age. Like right. Sean Penn is like, you know, seven, right. eight, nine years older than me. Right. It's uh, that So that was more of like, oh, I'm a kid, I'm watching right. this something is I shouldn't be. Yeah. Where the Breakfast Club was like, uh, you know. Right. That's basically, they were older than me, but that's, I get it. That's basically high school. Uh, there's I think they were years. older than me, but pretending to be my age. Right, exactly, you which know. is how it always is. Yeah. And there's Ferris Bueller's Day Off was one I saw a lot. That was Gen a big X. one. Um, but when, honestly, when I was looking at Gen X, a lot of them were movies from the 90s about being a young adult. And it was, you know, like uh, High Fidelity High and Fidelity. Um, um, Reality Bites and stuff like that. That was like a that. big one. But not so much the gross-out But comedies. we were, you know, that was those those ages. Yeah. We were those ages. But know? I feel Reality like, Bites was big. I feel like Porky's was a little bit... That was older than that me. That was older, right. I yeah, mean... That was my It's also age. confusing, too, because Porky's takes place in the 50s or whenever it's supposed right. to be. I don't remember. So I always kind of... I can't remember exactly when that came out. I know Revenge of the Nerds was big as far as the gross-out stuff goes. But uh, I'm sure you've seen this before. They they take Gen Zers and they ask them their thoughts on old stuff. Like, I remember seeing one where they asked Gen Zers about uh, Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, Pump Up the Seinfeld. Volume. Okay, Pump Up the Volume. That was Volume's a big a one. one. I, I didn't just see that on yeah, the list. Pump Up the Volume, yeah. Um, so I don't know if you've ever read any of these or watched any of these YouTube videos where they do this, but it's kind of funny, and the idea is that they're trying to find, like, woke Gen Zers. And Vice has done it twice now. So Vice, the first time they did it, it was with, uh, like, romantic comedies, and they had woke Gen Zers re- watch the movies and then review them. And I thought it was interesting, but this time they did uh, millennial teen movies. So they asked woke Gen Zers, which I don't know exactly how old Gen Z, like what the oldest Gen Z is. I could tell you how old some of these kids are. They're, looks like I'm just looking through these now. Heathers? Right, Heathers. Yeah, I did see that Say Anything. Say Anything was a big one. I forgot yeah. about that one. Uh, Daisy, one of the reviewers, she's 19 here. It looks like Sam is 16. So they, I think they... That's pretty much the age range. I may have seen a 15-year-old on here, but those are all Gen Zers, I guess, um, which is crazy to me. I thought, when does Gen Z end? Well, Your youngest is not a Gen Zer, right? Well, he's Generation Alpha. Alpha, okay. So anyway, they ask Gen Zers. Well, I can look it up. We do it all the time. They ask Gen Zers, woke Gen Zers specifically, to watch these classic millennial teen movies. And... I, so they I have Gen Z, at least this, has Gen Z 1997 to 2010. 90, to 2010? Okay, wow. Oh, so no, they, 2012. Oh, 
Even more wow. Okay, so Gen and then Zers Gen Alpha 10. 2010s. Okay, to mid, you know, they're gonna. I guess they'll include people. So your youngest is the on the line. 20s. He's like your youngest is on the line, like I am with being a millennial, because I'm right there on the cusp. I'm like a right. year or two in. Um, because most of them say that millennial starts at around eighty. I think Wikipedia says eighty. Eighty-one, it says. Eighty-one. So I've seen his Gen low, X is sixty-five to eighty. I've seen as late as eighty-two, which is the year I was born. But anyway, so they ask woke Gen Zers to watch these movies, and the, I'll these are that, man. I'm dead ass in the center of generation. I know you're X. right in the like, middle. Like that's it. Like you're right in the middle of it. And for me, it sucks because it's kind of hard to relate. And I've heard other people my age talk about this. It's hard to relate to a lot of the stuff that millennials are talking about because I am old enough to remember no internet. Right. I am old enough to remember no cell phones. So we kind of dabbled in both worlds. They call us zennials, whatever. But these Gen Zers here are supposedly woke, and they ask them to watch these movies and then get their thoughts. Have you ever looked at any of these before, like when they talked about mm-hmm. when those girls talked about Seinfeld and how problematic it is? And mm-hmm. the word problematic comes up a lot. So you got Clueless for the first movie that they were okay. that they were told to watch. I'm trying to think back to Clueless, and I'm thinking that couldn't be that. I don't remember like a lot of problematic uh, issues with Clueless, right? That seems like it wasn't like a, a gross out comedy, right? It, you know, I know that they talked about sex a little bit, but it. It wasn't. I don't put it anywhere near that category of like a Porky's or American Pie or any of those. It's not. Well, it's not R-rated teen right. humor. It was just a teen movie. So Sam, who's sixteen, says uh, about Clueless. I don't think there's really anything bad about this film. Okay, there you go. The worst thing is probably that Elton fully tries to assault Cher, and there are no consequences at all for him, and he isn't even called out for it socially. Which you remember that scene? He tries to like make out with her yeah. at the party or whatever. Yeah, she gets out and walks home. Yeah. So Sam didn't have a big problem with that. Hannah, who's eighteen, says, "I know this film is supposed to be a classic, but honestly, I find Cher annoying. I don't like how superior she is." And how she low-key insults Ty's accents and vocabulary because she's not posh and rich. And I find the thing with her stepbrother, who she basically grew up with, quite creepy, to be honest. You know, I never was totally clear on how long the stepbrother had been around, Paul Rudd. I know that was my first encounter with Paul Rudd. I I know he'd done, like, maybe one of the Halloween sequels or something before that. But that was one of his very early movies. I remember him wearing the KU hat in the movie. Um, I I know, like, the step-sibling thing. I thought... Okay, maybe that would come up, but I just thought that maybe he didn't come around till later. But I don't remember exactly. They might say in the movie. And then Daisy, who's 19, says, I like the film, but I realize the storyline is quite weird because Cher ends up with a guy who's essentially her stepbrother. Also, a lot of these films have really uh, stereotyped school social groups, like the jocks and the stoners. Now, what got me about that is, are those... Uh, groups are they not kicking anymore in school? Uh, they're different. I asked my kids, but they're not as defined as they were. Certainly, me really? as a Gen Xer when I went, like it was. There's the stoners. Yeah, we had them. Right there's the jocks. There's the dorks. Yeah, like you could. I mean, you. It was much more defined. Who's I don't think it's that defined now. I'm being honest. I mean, there was a lot of. Like, I asked my kids about that stuff. So like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, we had the skaters, yeah. the stoners, Same with us. the jocks. Was, that was it. They all, you know, and and yes, there could be people who are friends with all these different groups, but you, we definitely still had the well-defined. Groups. Oh, they you could be friends spot. with all of them to some degree, but you knew where your place was. And you knew it was, uh, you know, like a, it was prison that you could socialize yep. with, but you went to your gang. Yeah, and you knew who was hanging out after school, right? Because you, even if you were friends, oh, I might sit with this guy every class. I have a class with him, but I, I don't hang out with him after school. I mean, he's part of the stoner group. It's not, not like you even made that conscious thought. If you did, just, you like didn't. I had friends who were big stoners. If you saw them at a party, they'd like, you'd walk in, they'd be like, what is this guy doing? And then you'd have the one guy be like, oh, man, 
He's in my woodshop class. He's right. cool. You right. know what I mean? And they'd have to hand, like, they'd almost have to vouch for you like the mafia. Yeah. If you showed up at the wrong party. But you could also be a stoner who decided to fit in with the preppy group. You know, you dressed preppy and all that. And you could smoke a lot of pop, but you didn't totally go all in with the stoner. You didn't draw mushrooms on your homework every day right, and yeah. marijuana leaves, you know. So, yeah, you were well, stoned all the time. really but... defined. You, I mean, it's not like the jocks didn't smoke pot. They did. They just dressed differently and acted differently. Right. We all smoked pot. Um, the 80s, for Christ's sakes. Everybody did the same thing for the most part. It's just, you know, were you wearing an Iron Maiden t-shirt Which group were you trying to fit in with? So American Pie is the next one they had him watch, which is, I think, you know, probably, arguably the greatest film ever made. Uh, Snow Cone, you're too young, right? So for you... you I saw it, but I was definitely... You watched it later. Younger, for sure. Uh, you watched it on home video, on DVD, on cable, something like that later, and you were probably, what, 13? Or did you watch it when it came out? Because you would have been think I pretty saw young. Because um, I, I, I was definitely 17. saw like DVD, but I think I was probably like sixth grade, seventh grade, so it was just a little bit older than me. I saw it on opening night. I was 17, and I had just turned 17, which meant I could get into R-rated movies, quote-unquote, sure. legally. They would let me in. And... Uh, they, you know, the characters were all supposed to be 17. So right. now they were all a little bit older than me, but it was, you know, right in my wheelhouse there. It was right. definitely my generation. I thought it was hilarious. And I've heard rumors that they're actually making another sequel, which I'm excited about. But I don't know if that's true. I'll have to check. So I can just imagine Gen I, Zers, you, I sent you that. that the, about the new, Remember, new one? Yeah, I sent you a text. I had yeah. read it somewhere and I sent you it. I was like, oh, man, your favorite movie. Yeah, and I saw. I, I wish they would up. do, by, by the way, same set. And theory is me walking in, although I was older, I was their age, singles was that for me. Like, I walked in, I was like, oh, we're living this. This is a really good representation of what right. we're doing. Yes. Why don't they make a sequel of that? I don't know. Like, what is, what, you know, and really you could have, how cool would it be all these years later to have, you know, the band be Pearl Jam? Yeah. It would be cool. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. Well, you know, the closest thing you might get to that is the those Richard Linkletter movies, Before Sunset, After whatever. Right. The third one he made, you know, that first one, it's two young Gen Xers right. meeting and having this long conversation, and it's romantic. And then the second one, they're, you know, spoiler alert, running into each other again. And then by the third one, they've been married for a while. Right, yeah. And, you know, now they're fighting. And so that was kind of interesting to see that, you know, just to watch them get a little bit older and to – I. Uh, I would assume that especially if you're that age, you're like, wow, this is exactly right. what I'm going through. So I know your kids aren't woke. So I don't know what why they would you were... say that? Don't say that. Yeah, I mean, they're not woke, right? Like, well, I, Why would they, you say that? They don't go around shouting like, you they need to watch your mouth, right? They don't, don't do that. that. I'm course, not saying that they don't have woke, woke thoughts, but I'm just saying that they're not like woke police. You've never said anything about them getting uh, upset with someone for... They have. Said, I'm not going like to give that. an example, but they have said to me like, you know what, Dad? Don't say this. That's enough. Okay, okay. Um, so I don't know. I just Get know that they enjoy a lot of this stuff that I, that I don't think woke people like. No, they, they would they have a problem with sure. American Pie. No, not at all. They wouldn't say this is too offensive. Well, look who's raising them. Right. I, me. Exactly. So American Pie. Taylor here. Okay, sixteen years old. This is what Taylor said about it. This whole movie is completely ridiculous, especially how the only thing the male characters care about is having sex. They're willing to say and do whatever just to convince girls to have sex with them. Yeah. I don't know if that was realistic when the film came out. But I think men treat women with a lot more respect and equality now. Yeah. I think they do. Really? I think they do. 16-year-olds My high school, aren't saying it whatever was they... everything, anything. It was all just to try to have sex. Right. I didn't do anything else without the idea that there was, was sex involved. Right. You're, so now 16-year-olds... I think they're different. They're focused on other I think things? They're different. I don't think... They... I think they're having sex. Maybe they don't have to. I, 
you know what, I don't want to be the school counselor here. Maybe they don't have to say whatever they can and lie to have sex because maybe kids are just having sex earlier. I don't know. Or maybe they're not having sex at all. Really, I mean, it seems no like in, kind of perspective on that. Euphoria makes it seem like they're definitely having sex. Right. You know, but it so. doesn't seem like the guys have to talk them into it. So maybe that's what she's saying. That you don't Where just like go that, around in that movie, in our whatever. movies, they're lying all the time. You know, yeah. play side four of Led Zeppelin. I right? Like you. all that. Yeah. Maybe here they're like, no, you don't have to do that. So he didn't like it. Uh, Hannah, who's 17, said, The part where Jim and the other male characters film the foreign exchange student in his room is deeply problematic. The film doesn't even question the morality of doing this. It makes it seem like a joke and that the dudes are all legends for getting the plan to work. It's a huge violation of privacy and definitely a sexual offense for Jim to film. Well, her. she just let has alone, to watch two and three. Let alone to then share that with his friends. There's no way a teen film made now could allow it. Uh, I agree true. with that. I agree with that. They and I also agree, it. just like in, I think the greatest example is Revenge of the Nerds when he puts on the mask yeah. and rapes that girl. I mean, you there's no other it. way to, um, nor should you. You know, I think that well, there you are. you could make the movie, you just can't. Right, I'm saying like... When you're saying, nor should you make the movie? No, I'm saying, no, nor should you. Nor should we be like, just look at a scene like that scene in Nerds and go, that's hilarious. I think to go like, hey, we all know that like, as long as we're all willing to, that we all agree like, that's just rape, that's not funny, that's not a joke. Okay. I, 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 you know what I mean? I think that... Maybe in that circumstance, but yeah. I mean, you know, I also think that we could probably do some pretty dark comedies that would be great that we're just not allowed to do anymore. Oh, I think right? there's a and hunger so for I, them, and know. I just heard someone else saying this uh, in an interview, but saying, like, basically, you know, we're going to have, kind of like with music, we're probably going to have some some big, you know, wall-to-wall comedy-type movies that are outlandish that offend people, but offend people in different ways than they did sure. when everyone was, if you were offending someone, it was because you were offending, you know, Christian conservatives. Now it's, it's someone else. Yeah. And then Olivia, who's 18, said... Uh, it, this is about American Pie. It's, yeah, I mean that, but we can get into that some other time. But right, just the, the, the idea flip. that the liberals are now the cancel culture. Yeah, and the offended ones the, in the in the Christians and the evangel- evangelicals are like cancel cancel culture. Right. And I'm like, but Jesus is the original cancel culture guy. Like right. he, Jesus is the guy. Like do good or you're can- like literally canceled. Yeah. Believe in me or you're canceled. Yeah. I don't really like the world's just it's totally so flipped. weird and it, and it's flipped. Well, that's why I find myself like I'm other. like I don't even want to. I don't know. You know what? I'm out. Yeah. I used to be really uh, a political activist, I think, and now I'm like I don't know. And also like it. aware of what you know where I stood, and it mm-hmm. becomes a little bit more difficult as you get older. Yeah. And you're like, God, am I becoming I don't that think person? Be, I don't think it's age of us growing. No, a lot of it has to do with the, just the shift. Yeah, it it's is a, a total seismic shift. Yes, of just, um, you know. So Olivia says that American Pie, quote, it's bordering on incel attitudes the way the guys in this film think that they deserve sex and how they seem to think that's all women are good for rather than wanting a loving relationship with somebody they respect. I think if you were a teenage boy watching this, you'd basically feel entitled to behave however you wanted towards women. Okay. But wasn't part of it, not totally defending it, but wasn't part of it that... We were laughing at them for being so singularly focused and like maybe, but we were also junk. laughing. I mean, I'm older, but we're also laughing. So I was looking back, laughing at it about like I was that horny, right? You know what I mean? That was fun. It was funny because we we did act that way. Right. We did. I mean, this is an exaggeration. I mean, it's an exaggeration of it. Right. of it, but we did act that way. Right. That was it. That's what comedy is. It's an exaggeration. But of it was it. based in truth. Yeah. That's the reason why people love that movie because you're like, yeah, no, I acted like that. I mean, I've gone back and watched like Porky's and those movies, and 
I didn't like them, but it's not because I thought that they were offensive. No, they just weren't for my generation. They weren't but offensive it, enough. It boggles my mind. I mean, I guess is American Pie, the whole thing apparently is problematic from beginning to end. They're yeah. incels. But but I think we know. We, we yes, we identified with it. We're like that is funny. All we wanted to do in high school was get laid. That's all we wanted to do. Period. Right. Right. But we also knew that it was offensive, and that's what made it funny. Right, we were laughing. Like we're not because kind it of allowed offensive. to do that anymore. I don't we're not allowed to laugh that. at offensive stuff. Like, oh, that's funny because it's, it's offensive. offensive, right? And these kids don't realize that. No, well, offensive isn't it funny sound anymore. Like it. Offensive isn't funny. Yeah. Well, anyway, look at our numbers with kids. <laughs> I know. In the toilet, I, I you got to get to like we start gaining progress at about twenty-seven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And those people are probably pariahs in their friend group sometimes. Like, you listen to them? The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's going on? We're doom scrolling, my man. All right, let's do it. Today, obviously, I don't need to remind you, is a big day. It's Groundhog Day, hopefully. Mm. Uh, your boss didn't make you come in today, and you're enjoying 24 hours of right. Groundhog Day on whatever channel is playing some sheets. At. Yeah, go buy some sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I-, I thought for years and years, I didn't understand how Groundhog Day worked. I thought that they just worded things differently, like six more weeks until spring or I don't six know, more weeks. I like words. I wonder, yeah, and that it was the same thing. But it's not. You, we, you taught me this. Or we've learned this within the last couple of years. So well, we did math. Did so. Groundhog, did uh, Punk, Punxsutawney Phil, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Did he see his shadow or not? Did he run back into his den or did he come out and face the clouds? I don't recall how it works. I see that everyone knows their part, and I am merely the sage. But above all else, I see a shadow on my stage. And so, no matter how you measure, it's six more weeks of winter weather. I cannot think of a thing that looks more like an event that Lazo would hate. Then the whole oh, Groundhog I can't Day imagine experience. the people who show up. The people that would be there, the, the hats, the thing is the like, canes. I did live in Pennsylvania for a while. I, I never went there. Uh, the only thing I can hope for is that it's kind of like a small town, and they do this thing because it's a natural thing, and then it's just a bunch of beer drinking. drinking and, right. Just uh, like a right, St. Patrick's Day. Party, everyone, right. Like like a, that's partying. their St. Patrick's Day yeah. tent party. Yeah. That's the only thing I can hope because... The people who would show up for that, I can't imagine sit, standing next to them. Like, I, I can't imagine you being in the crowd. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I just watching those guys come out there with their coats and their hats. I I'm just it. trying to imagine Lazlo. How how loaded would you have to get well, Lazlo? Would you to love it? Injuries? I mean, are you telling me you love it? I'd go check it out once. I don't know. I think it's something Stokone would do if he was dating someone who wanted to do it. <laughs> well, there's that, yeah. <laughs> and I was just telling you, I love it. I mean, I bet every year. I go every year. I've been a big Groundhog fan. Day. Favorite movie of all time. <laughs> oh, she said she wanted to go. We go every year. It's you guys great. nervous? Going to see it shadow? Right. I mean, it's awesome. Whatever. Uh, Say I, what you want about me. I would see I it care. once. I don't know that it's something that's on my bucket list. So like, man, I hope I get to see that one day. But if circumstances, if they were like, you know, it, this here, how's this? If works for some odd reason said, 
Listen, we want you to go broadcast from Groundhog Day this year. I would be excited about it. You this, would? Yeah, one time. Like, oh, oh they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna pay for us to go check this out? Okay. So there's my level I of I would think we interest. really have not made it. I'd like to see it. I know we haven't made it. Well, that would be a it, bad but, sign, yeah. But, but I'd be like, I know we haven't made it, but you just don't have to keep telling me. Right. We're going to be there with every other third-rate radio show to report on whether the ground, like, I can't. Well, I, I guess what I'm saying is, if someone paid for me to go there, if someone's like, "You want a trip?" It's I would an take insult. It. I, I take, it take it as it. an insult. Right for work, I get it. Okay, but I'm just saying, if if I didn't have to pay to get there, then I'd be excited. Like, oh, I get to go check out Groundhog Day once. Now, maybe I go once. I'm like, I gotta go back every year, and I plan my whole vacation around it. My sick days, but that's my level of well, I'll pay for curiosity. You next year. Uh, the Alex Murdoch trial. Write that down. I'll pay for you to go Alec. next year. Okay, Alec Murdoch um, on trial for killing his wife and son. His lawyer is supposed to be this like storied lawyer, this great lawyer, which would make sense because Alec comes from a long line of lawyers himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his lawyer, I don't know, maybe he was good back in the day, but just watching him, he keeps seems to be making a lot of mistakes and, and he seems confused a lot. I noticed in one of the clips they were showing, he kept getting AM and PM and, and like getting it wrong consistently you know what would he be doing there i don't remember which it was but at 9 a.m and then he really got in trouble apparently i was reading today because the judge had said all right look you you can't the prosecution cannot bring Alex's personal stuff like his character and his other cases against him into this trial the other things that he's been accused of stuff like that they can't bring it okay which is great for Alex because he's got other things, he's facing charges for stealing money from clients and all kinds of other okay. things. And his son was facing that manslaughter charge for the boat accident, and he had serious financial troubles. So the way I understood it was the judge basically said, you're allowed to keep that stuff out. Well, until Alec's own lawyer accidentally allowed all that stuff to become part of the trial when he asked one of the witnesses about Alec's character. And once he asked that witness about his oh. character, it opened it up. So now... Apparently, they can talk about this stuff. But I mentioned to you yesterday um, the Snapchat video, which to me, they had kind of said leading into this, this is kind of their smoking gun. They've got this Snap video that Paul, who's the, the dead son, had taken on his account. And they've, you know, they, they subpoenaed Snapchat. Snapchat said, here's what time it was taken. Here's where it was taken. They can tell that it was taken on the estate where they were later found dead. And Elica said, I was not there. I was not there that day. I got there that night and found them dead. But in the video, you can hear Paul, who's recording the video talking. You can hear his mom's voice in the background. I think she says something about the dog having a bird in its mouth. They're talking about the dogs. And you can hear another male voice, which the prosecution is saying is obviously Elick. Prosecutors using the video to call Murdoch's alibi into question. He says he was not at the scene of his wife Maggie and son Paul's murders. The court watching this video filmed on his son Paul's phone the night of the killings. Did you hear that? You can definitely hear two guys' voices. One is close to the phone and the other... I mean, they're talking at the same alleging time. One of the three voices in the video was Alec Murdoch's. You can tell that they're different voices. I mean that seems pretty bad, but that's they've got there's there's right. quite a few things, and now that his lawyer stepped in it, he it's not going well for old Alec there. Being a lawyer would be hard. Yeah, it would be. Um, Just because they, you know, like all those little things. Right. Like I know that's why you got to go to school. I get it, but it's like, oh, well, what do you think of his character? And then the other lawyer's like, well, now we can bring up everything he's ever done in his life. You're like, whoa, right. Right. whoa. I just asked her a question. I just asked her if she liked him or not. Well, yeah, now. Yep. Also, just getting older would suck because. 
This is a guy who's supposedly this great storied lawyer and, you know, he's going to have this great defense. But ever since he started going on TV to defend Alec, the Alec, the questions uh, or this, the criticism has been, this is the best you can do. This guy's terrible on TV. He, he's no good. He keeps messing up. And now he's messing up in trial. And I can't help but think that maybe age, I know not everybody loses it as they get older. They don't lose their touch, but some people do. And when he's messing up the kinds of things he's messing up, you have to wonder, would he have made these mistakes 20 years ago. Who knows? I don't know, because I never heard of him until this whole trial well, started. Well, mistakes on purpose, so that gives you an opinion. Right, right. Well, I, I told Brooke that. I said, maybe they're just saying, hey, you know what? We're going to say it's, uh, what do they call it? insufficient counsel? And he can say, look, he was getting the dates Remember, wrong. Why not just get a good wrong? rule at first? I get... Well, that's what I thought, time. too. But. Yeah, I don't know. See what the prosecution's got against you? Big news if you are, which I know Lazo is, a Will Smith fan... Uh, and or Martin Lawrence fan. I don't Ooh. know if you follow either of them on social media, but big announcement. There is? Big announcement. Come on, don't tell me. Oh, I'm telling you. It's official. That's Bad it. boys for life. life, baby. That's for right. For life. Well, we did four. We did. Uh, but it's still bad boys but for it's life. For life. But the third one, we should, well, the third well, one was, mate, was it, it was called Bad Boys for we should life. What we should like. We shouldn't have called it that hey. though. But this is Bad Boys Four. It's official. That's right, <laughs> Bad Boys Four is coming now. I have to say, nobody I... uh, was more scared about Will Smith hitting Chris Rock than Martin Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. We're not going to do another Bad right. Boys. Like, that's my thing. And Bad Boys 3 and by the way, he's good in them. Like, yeah. I don't know. If you like those movies, he's good in them. But anything else he's ever been, I'm always like, you are horrible. He had a huge... But he makes a really good kind of lazy cop, right? He had a huge career, a uh, movie career in the 90s after his sitcom. But yeah, I mean, I know he had that major health scare, too, right. where he like kind of almost died. Um, but... Then they they like, hey, we're going to do another Bad Boy. I don't know how much time had elapsed between two and three, but if, uh, it seemed like a long time. And so when you heard that Bad Boys 3 is coming out, you're like, oh, here we go. It was a, good. A soulless cash grab. And it was good. Yeah. Like if, Especially if you liked those if movies. If you like you buddy know, cop movies, it's good. It, you know, if you are like, I hate these movies, I hate this kind well, of movie, well, that. then you're not going to like it. Right. But I mean, like the critics liked it. Fans I liked like it. I like good buddy it cop made, action well, movies. I mean... I love Lethal Weapon, you know? Yeah, I feel course. torn about that because Mel Gibson said some very problematic things. Well, uh, I'm Jewish and I watch it, so okay. don't worry about okay. it. Okay, yeah. I mean, look, I love the buddy cop formula. Yeah. You know, one cop who's, you know, kind of by the book, and then the other one who's, well, you know, not so by the book, kind of plays by his own rules a little bit. Yeah. It's a good, good formula. It's a good formula, and it works over and over again. You can change it up a little bit. You can put like, women you in know, it. Martin like Lawrence heat. is kind of more by the book, but he's also, like, doesn't want to work that much. Yeah. Will Smith is a wild card, but he is the one who works out and takes policing seriously. So it's, yeah. He's also rich. They threw that right, in there, yeah. which is interesting. So he's got fast cars, which makes mm-hmm. it good for Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there will be another uh, Bad Boys. We'll see. You know, will the slap hurt Bad Boys? Hmm? Don't know. Remains to be seen. Because they said something about... I think about- uh, people who are going to see Bad Boys, like me and my boys, are not going to be deterred by the fact that he slapped Chris Rock. I saw that Will I think Smith- he's an asshole for doing it, but I'm still going to see Bad Boys. Well, look, I'll look this At the theater up. on opening night. I'll look it up while we're on break, but um, I saw that it wasn't Bad Boys, that he, got, he signed to do something else recently, and it said it was the first job he's gotten since the face slap. And I thought, okay, but... Would he? Are there other jobs that he missed out on? Is that a normal amount of time? Was he taking some? Was he taking well, some back after the slap? 
filmed Bad Boys? No, no, no. I'm saying that I just read something the other day that he signed on to do some other movie. I don't know what it right, was. Right, Bad Boys be the first movie he's done since The Slap, or did he film that before? Well, they just announced that they're going to be making a new Bad Boys. Oh, so he hasn't done it yet. No, they no, haven't done no, it yet. Okay, they just there's announced something coming like, out before being, that. Yeah, they okay, greenlit yeah. it. So I just wondered, like, okay, sure, you say that, but maybe he would go... How long ago was the Oscars? It's been a while, I guess. Three months. Yeah, yeah, I guess that has been a while. So I don't know. But also, he could be saying, like, man, I want to take a step back for a while. I'm not going to go try out... Or, or, you know, throw my name in the hat. Well, I think you would know. Like, you know, I just got up at the Oscars right. and slapped Chris Rock. Maybe I don't go audition right. for this part. Right. Or have just my take agent take a minute. Let a little bit of this blow over a little bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. got to take a break. I'm sure so, the people who would have hired him have said, Will. Just give it some time. Just sit give down it a for few a months. Minute, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not signing you on to do this movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. got to take a break. Come back. And we'll finish Doom Scrolling, including I got to tell you about the Titanic thing. Would Jack have been able to survive on that? Door or whatever the hell it was in Titanic. Wasn't that his name, Jack? You said? Sure. Okay. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We are finishing Doom Scrolling. All right. Right. Uh, The class action lawsuit is being filed now, which I guess means, Laszlo, it's probably too late for you to get your name on there, but hopefully you wouldn't need to be a part of this, I would hope, because this is the lawsuit against Snapchat. Um, for families who allege that their kids were buying drugs on mm. Snapchat. And some of them bought drugs on Snapchat and overdose. Some of them died. This morning, Snapchat sued by the families of 50 victims of drug overdoses, accusing the social media giant of enabling dealers to sell fake prescription pills laced with deadly doses of fentanyl to minors and young adults. They all lost a child to fentanyl poisoning through counterfeit drugs obtained through Snap. Not through Instagram, not through TikTok, but through Snap. This isn't an internet problem. This isn't a social media problem. This is a Snapchat problem. Obviously, that's uh, one of the lawyers there who's saying this is, uh, right. you know. We already talked about it whenever the story, I don't know, at least when we first heard about it a week or two ago. I, I've never bought drugs on Snapchat. They claim that, that Snap knew about these people, which I find it really hard to believe. But they claim that Snapchat knew about these dealers and that they weren't doing anything about it. Now, does that mean that they knew this a specific account was operating didn't stop it? That seems, that seems hard to believe, but who knows? Or do they just mean that in general, they knew that this bad stuff was going on and they didn't do enough to prevent them from selling stuff? I bet you they have emails or something. They must. They must. I mean, they make it sound like they knew, so I, I don't know. Um, and look, the whole fentanyl thing, again, it's, it's, it's scary. It's in, insane. It's seeing the pictures on the news of the pills that look like prescription, you know, whatever they are. Pain pills, Adderall, and they're fentanyl. I, I'm with you, Lazo. You just got to, at this point, we've become our parents, but yeah. just say no. I don't right. know what else to tell you. Just say no. You can't. And it's not for the same reasons that Nancy Reagan told us to just say no. no. It's a different reason, but you. Or you'll die. Right, I gotta, you got to listen to me this time. And I know Nancy Reagan said you'd die, <laughs> but I mean it this time. Right, no, right? Seriously, you've got to just say no, please. So Australia is one of the countries that uh, has the queen's face on their currency. And, you know, it's been on their currency for however long, 60 years or something, for a long time. And now the Queen is dead. They were all, uh, you know, talking about how they were going to switch it to Charles. And there's all this interesting stuff. Like, I didn't know this, I guess. when So the Queen's face faces one way on the currency. And then when the uh, uh, power change happens, whatever the hell term I'm looking for here, you get the new uh, king or the new queen. Then the next one, they change the face. So they're supposed to alternate which direction they look. Things like this. Australia has never known decimal currency that didn't have the face of Queen Elizabeth II on it. And so it will be a remarkable moment when Australia moves 
from having not a queen on the coins, but a king. Okay, so that was a big thing. We're going to put a king. How long will it take to get that king onto the money? And then this morning I'm watching, and that same guy, uh, head of like the federal bank or something like that in Australia, he comes out and says, never mind, no king. I guess the people must have spoken. It's not like this is a story that I was following too closely. No, they're going to do something completely different. The Reserve Bank has decided uh, to uh, make the the next $5 banknote feature a design honouring the culture and history of First Australians. Uh, We support this decision from the Reserve Bank. Uh, I welcome the decision taken by the Independent Reserve Bank uh, to uh, ensure uh, that the new $5 note uh, recognises and celebrates uh, the culture and history and heritage of Indigenous Australians. So it'll be Indigenous. I don't know if it's one Indigenous Australian on the $5 note, if it's going to be uh, different ones. I'm not sure. I was thinking, like, is there any uh, Indigenous people uh, on currency here? But we did have that. Wasn't there a Pocahontas... Um, there was a golden dollar or something. Do you remember? Uh, what was that thing called, Snowcone? Sacagawea. Oh, the Sacagawea. That's what it was. Uh, but I like the idea. You know what I mean? There's all this debate back and forth about, you know, you, we've got the, as Dave Chappelle calls them, the slave-owning trading cards sure. right now. And then people get totally up in arms at the idea of, you know, putting Harriet Tubman on the 20. Yeah. And then they, are they still doing that? It's like they went back and forth and... Did Trump try and change that? Oh, that might have been it. That sounds right. Maybe he got rid of it. So my thing is, like, the idea of putting indigenous people on there would be kind of cool, right? Sure, why not? Go for it. The the fact that Australia and who else has... I'm with Leftover Man. If it ain't Steve Irwin, then... Right. Why not put Steve Irwin on there? What other countries put the queen or, I guess, the king's face on their money? Canada, Canada, right? Canada, for sure. And then who else? I just know Canada, Australia, and then obviously... uh, Great Britain, but uh, there may be more. I'm not really sure. It's it's kind of weird though when you see that, like when you see Canadian money, you're like, so why is the Queen still on your money? You know what? I don't know much about American history, so I certainly well, don't know anything. Canadian history, That's what I'm saying. Right? I certainly no. don't know anything about Canadian history. Like I barely passed social studies learning about the United I don't States. That about you. We didn't learn much it about Canada, so maybe it makes perfect sense. I think you're wise beyond your years. I'm I'm not sure. Hey, here's a happy story. Tell the me Chiefs. One. You probably saw it. The Chiefs. Gave uh, Super Bowl tickets to Ukrainian refu- refugees. Did you see that? Oh, no, I That's didn't a know nice that. thing to do. Uh, oops, I'm having a problem. It was hard for me, but uh, I wanted um, uh, my family to be in safe. These are some tickets <laughs> to the Super Bowl here in a couple of weeks, oh, where hopefully you will have a chance to cheer on the Chiefs. Hey, we're going okay, to the Super what Bowl. Happened there? We're going to Super Bowl. A family of refugees from Ukraine were surprised with tickets to the Super Bowl at the Kansas City Chiefs versus Cincinnati Bengals game. Um, they they obviously had this planned in advance. Chiefs fans or something? They're here, so I don't know. I mean, you heard him say, you know, hopefully you'll be rooting for the Chiefs. Well, I guess it could have been because it was before the game. You know, we don't know who's going to win this game. But, uh, I mean, do you have to be a Chiefs fan to go to the Super Bowl? It's just an exciting thing to do. One minute you're... You're a bunch of these people are Ukrainian refugees. They ended up in Kansas City, and we gave them Super Bowl tickets? Yeah. That's okay. cool. What? Okay. Well, that seems cool. That seems like a nice thing to do. What? What is your... I don't, I don't have I any problem with it. I honestly don't know what your, uh, you know, that look is for. I, I'm trying... I mean... I'm just trying to connect the dots here. That's all. Oh, I see. It's not an obvious, like, 
Like, hey, here's twenty thousand dollars to help get you started in your new life. Of course, here's, right? Okay. Here's a house. Here's a job. Okay, I got you. Here's Super Bowl tickets. Right, but like, is, but do they even know what football is? Like, do they? I'm sure they know what football is. I mean, the it's whole, not a world sport. Well, but they know about the Super Bowl. You know, it's on. It's on over there. I don't know. I don't know if it's on over there all the time, but it's on over there. I mean, like my German friends know about it. They text afterwards, like, "Hey, I heard you guys from oh. the Super Bowl. Great." It's on in China, isn't it? I don't know. Well, I thought they started broadcasting it globally like thirty Super years Bowl, ago. Or probably, something. but I don't. You know, I don't know if there's I snow don't cone. Look to see a lot of, if <clears throat> if people in other countries know about a lot the Super of Super Bowl. Bowl fans in the Ukraine right now. Well, they... you're saying, hey, you're gonna get to go to our biggest event of the year. Okay. I mean, that's a nice thing, right? Yeah. Apple should send them a message. Say, close the circle. Congratulations, you're <laughs> a refugee. Close the, the circle. Thing. That doesn't seem like the same thing to okay. me. I, all right. Uh, and then finally, I promised I'd tell you about this, the Titanic. A lot yes. of people love that dumb movie. I love it. And at Why the end of it, it's, it's so bad. And at the end of it, okay. um, well, me and you it's are like gonna four have hours to long. agree to disagree on that. At the end it of it. It is a great movie. I know you like the song. The song is pretty good, but the movie itself. At The, the end movie of it, is fantastic. Uh, Kate, She's gorgeous. Kate, what's her face? Winslet. Winslet. She's on that floating door there, that yeah, piece of wood. And Jack says, all right, well, I'll see you later. And he sinks to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, thanks for being a gentleman yeah, and letting me survive. And people are upset because for years they've said, you know, they, there's room on that door or board for both of them. So James Cameron putting together this 25-year 25, 25 anniversary something or other for Titanic and thought, sure. you know what we could add to this is let's look into this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I own submarines, and I do all. I just did the big water movie, the Avatar Way sure. of Water. I know water. We can figure this out. So they did a full, like, scientific-esque test on this. They got the same size uh, and type of wood that she was supposed to be on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Then they uh, got the temperatures in the water to be well, the temperatures that they should have been, which are super, super cold. Then they get, you know, was people that, that are about the scientific? same. Super, super cold. Okay, it's that scientific... Scientific esque. Right, but super, right? super cold. It was super cold. He was freezing. Was I mean, it he super was, cold or super, he, super cold? Super, super. He was okay. shivering. Super, oh, super cold. The guy was shivering. Mm, okay. And so they're like, all right, let's try this. You know, now the first thing they tried was both of them getting up. You remember, because you like the movie, how she yeah. held on to the board. She's like yeah, laying across it. It's like, could we just both, could you both lay across it that way? Because sure. that seemed to be how most people thought they could have easily fit. Well, when that happens, unfortunately, the buoyancy of the board starts to go away because uh, they're starting to sink underwater. Now too much of their body's underwater, and I guess maybe their heads are above water, but they would have froze to death. But that's not the only way to put two people uh, on that they, board. They to re-examine uh, Jack's yeah. final scene, Cameron and a team of scientists took two stunt people and tested four different scenarios to see if the two could have shared that board. Jack and Rose are able to get on the raft, but now they're both submerged in dangerous levels of freezing water. The consensus... Jack likely wouldn't survive. Then they find a okay, position. Okay, so now that's the way everyone thought why at first. Why Jack likely wouldn't survive? What about Rose? He's a quitter. Like, why I mean, would she seen survive? It once, like, he but... probably wouldn't make it, but she would? Why is that? Because he's going to give her, he's going to, if he's like, I, I, it's too cold, we're both too cold, I'm going to sink so that you can survive. That's what Jack did. Well, that's what did. happened in the beginning. Right, and they're saying that's what would have had to happen. Sure, it just would have been dragged out now, even longer of the suffering. Where right? both of their upper bodies are out of the water. Out of the water, when violent shaking was helping him, and projecting it out, he could have made it pretty long. 
like hours. That's James Cameron. Yeah. Could he could have made it pretty long, like hours. So conclusion, he he might have been able to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Might have been able to make it. They alternate who's sitting up, and he says the yeah. violent shaking, you know, he's shivering, and that helped warm him up, and then she can sit up for a minute. So they just alternate, and then yeah, he probably probably could have made it. I mean, look, I've seen I've only seen the movie once, but I've seen all the pictures online over the years where like look at how big this thing is. It does look like it does look like a big piece of wood. It does look like they would have both fit on there. And it's odd that he would have just said, I'm not even going to try. I don't remember exactly how it ends. I do remember him sinking into the water. But if you're in his position, the thought of like, I'm not going to try and pull myself up and hold on to that yeah, board a little bit. But maybe he was just too tired. I don't remember. No, I don't remember what he, he says. He just gave her. He wanted her to have, yes. have it all. I want you to have it all. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't say no. Right. Why would she say no? Because she could have said, no, we can switch off and on. Oh, that. Maybe we yeah, can live, right? right? Maybe we yeah. can both live. Yeah, she, she didn't. So she didn't even offer that no. in the movie? She doesn't say, like, maybe we can both make no, it? She's just like, yeah, you're good. Okay, she's like, I'm sorry, but. Let's be honest. I'm sorry, but this is the way it has this to be. the way it goes. Yeah. I'll women and children cry about first. you later. Yeah. And then, but she did go on to but live I will a good life, right? get married and have kids and be extremely happy and go about my life and. Be rich, and you'll have died in the super, super cold water, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how it goes. That's how it goes, man. Sure. That's how it goes. Women and children first. Absolutely. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. My man Nick Wright, man. He was giddy like a schoolgirl. Had Pat oh, Mahomes on today. It was his big day. Man. He was very happy for A little him. boy all grows up, yeah, huh? Yeah, he was excited. You he deserves it. You grow up, and you grow up, and you grow up. He deserves it, and I hope... That uh, Patrick knew how much it meant to Nick. I think he did, though. I'm sure. I, I got the impression that he knew. I think Nick was flattered. I think Nick was nervous. Like, you, it was almost like he wanted to ask him directly. You know that I talk about you all the time, right? And that I'm I think a big, he did. Yeah, they basically did. <laughs> I think they kind of let the other guys maybe do it a little <clears> bit, but it was. And then when Patrick's like, "Yeah, I know," you know, about five percent of the people out there believed in me. You're well, one of them. You're one of that them. had to be his like. Right. I just got to get LeBron on the show. Unless he's already had him on there and I missed it. I don't know. Well, already went and got drinks for LeBron, so. True. <laughs> got drinks, and it, you didn't catch that. Got drinks for LeBron, yeah, not drinks tried with to introduce LeBron. Himself, and LeBron said, hey, why don't you go get me a cranberry juice? Yes. So that's been his only, as far as I know, interaction with him to date. But Nick I still loves LeBron. That is absolutely. why I don't like him. That is the loyalty of a friend. I'm right. like, I don't like they treat you like that. Right. Hate him. Right. Weird. I don't understand, you know, but. Whatever, he loves no Jordan. I love Nick. You love Nick. And we'll talk to him next. The Church of Laszlo. All right, my man, Nick Wright, how are you? Well, I mean, Tom Brady's not in the NFL anymore, which means officially, without question, the greatest quarterback in the league and soon to be the greatest quarterback ever plays for my goddamn hometown team, so I'm feeling pretty damn good, Laszlo. That's pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, I would agree with all those things, except he said soon. I think Patrick Mahomes has every chance to become the greatest quarterback ever. I absolutely do, and he is on pace. It's going to take some time. But you said soon. I mean, Brady did play to his, like, 700, as you would say. So it is going to take some time, but he's on the way. I would even go one step further, and I would say in the first five years of football, he's the greatest quarterback uh, in the first five years of football ever. Oh, that to me, there's no question about it. I mean, there's a little bit of a question. I mean, uh... They were both in three Super Bowls. I think it's like a 40-day difference or something. Yeah, but here's what I here's the distinction I would draw. Yes, they were both in three Super Bowls. However, 
Brady didn't get, you know, was not an MVP candidate any of those five years. Mahomes has won it two years and finished second the other. And Brady, one of those five years, missed the playoffs entirely. Mahomes' worst season was, you know, losing the AFC Championship game in overtime. It would be. How many of those Uh, Super Bowls did Brady win of the three? I'm being honest because I don't know the answer to that. No, 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 no. They started, he won three Super Bowls in his first four years. So he won all three. So that would be the argument back and forth. But in my mind, in those five years, I think Mahomes is the best quarterback ever. But when you said it's not even debatable, it's debatable, but he's right there, man. So let me ask you this. If he wins Sunday, are you okay with me saying this? The only quarterbacks better than him all time are Brady Manning Montana. Um, by winning actually, Sunday, I'm better than that. I, I think the only quarterbacks better than him all time are Brady Montana. If he wins Sunday, oh, not Peyton. No, if he oh, wins, wow. if he win, if he loses, then you know we'd have to go back and readjust that. But yeah, I think I, I you know, there's no reason for me to not think that. Well, I'm 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 with that, and and that's not projection. I'm talking about. I'm talking about if like he were to stop playing, win the Super Bowl, and be like, I'm done. I think he's one of the four greatest quarterbacks ever. Yeah, I mean, I I think you're now again. You know, you're just once you say the top five in anything, you know, you can start. Well, this guy's three, and that guy's four. But if he wins Sunday, I just take it like this: Who you know would I rather have? Patrick Mahomes or Peyton Manning? I'd rather have Patrick Mahomes. Well, and I think there's an argument opinion, to be made. You might want to have Joe Montana or Tom Brady. Right. But, he's already passed Rodgers and Favre. Uh, Rodgers is a joke and never been anything. And your love for him annoys me. He's, well, I, you know, that, he's a bad quarterback. Okay, he's the A-Rod. His, they named him A-Rod for a reason. Because right, he is... Um, Alex Rodriguez, which is a very great player with a ton of stats who always walks off the field going 12 for 30 with three interceptions. Okay. Uh, can I tell you guys what happened to me Sunday night? angry. Even when we agree with was... stuff, you somehow get me, like, all riled up inside. He's angry now. What happened Sunday well, night, on, Nick? There's a... Sorry, there's an ambulance coming by. My apologies. So That's Sunday okay. night, the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. And let me give a little context on this. You guys know on the show... I do the weekly NFL tiers that are brought to you by the committee, which is mm-hmm. a shadowy cabal of people sure. mm-hmm. who meets at my house and votes on this. Of course, it's not just me at all. It's a whole group. We always talk about the committee. Sure. So Sunday night, about midnight, I get a FaceTime from a number I don't recognize. And I almost didn't answer it because I'm like, man, what is this? But I was like, I'm going to answer it and just cover up my camera in case it's like a prank call or something. On holding the phone is the GM of the Chiefs. Uh, on each side of him is Eric Stone Street and Paul Rudd. And they are holding up a T-shirt that the Chiefs GM had made up before the game that says, the committee warned you. Oh, I love it. That's cool. I had never spoken with them, ever. And they were just deliriously talking to me about the game, about the Chiefs. Am I going to the Super Bowl? And evidently, our show, is is, uh, Brett Veach, the GM, said, 
every day his dad calls him and says, did you see what Nick said today? Oh, <laughs> that's great. All right, let me ask you this, though, um, because when that happens, like, obviously nothing on that large of a scale has ever happened to me, but when it's someone and, you, you know, and you're impressed by these people and they FaceTime you, are you like, oh, my God, we're going to have a conversation? What in the, Like, it doesn't come natural. Were you kind of like, oh, I'm con-, like in a different body, I'm completely off my game, or did it come off natural? Well, I was, you know, a little tipsy at a poker oh, game. Oh, that works better. If you're a little tipsy, then you're like, what's up, dog? Yeah. Been too exactly long since right. I talked to you. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. That right. works. I, I was, was thinking like it was 11 yeah. o'clock and you were getting ready to go to bed. You're like, why are these three people FaceTiming celebrating. me? What do I say? Oh, I'm freaked out. Yeah. No, it worked out well because I was out celebrating Good. the win, which was... I know you guys have talked about it all week. I apologize I haven't been able to call. That is, that type of game, and I know you said this, level, is what separates great players yes. from legendary ones. Yeah. Where you are injured, where your team keeps losing guys due to injury. There was a pass in the fourth quarter on second and 12 that Mahomes completed to Marcus Kemp. Yep. Marcus Kemp going into that game had been in the league five years. He had 24 tackles and four catches. Yeah, He's a special teamer, and that's who they had out there. Meanwhile, the other side of the ball is T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, and Mahomes found a way. Yeah. And I truly believe even if they don't call – even if he doesn't get late hit, if he doesn't get late hit, they're on the 42 with eight seconds left, and the clock is stopped. I think he's finding a way to get seven more yards on the next play, yeah. and they're still kicking a field goal. Here's, I, like, don't, I don't know that to be true, Nick. I don't. I think they probably don't kick a field goal there because that's really hard to do with an out with the receivers you have on your team. Because in order to get Kelsey on that out, that's going to take time. Like, I mean, he's a great player, but but let me say this. This is where I do agree with you. They ain't losing. They're not losing that game. They're not losing that game. Patrick Mahomes is going to find a way to win. If that's the way that it did or that they got to go to overtime and he'll find a way to win there, Patrick Mahomes was not going to lose that game. And that's the difference between great great players and, you know, legendary players and amazing players. I mean, he's got it. There's no doubt about it. That's why we've argued over the years. That's why I think Brady's the best. It's not always about how I did during that game. It's like, can I will this team to a victory? And, yes, you can. He's got it. Especially when you say if it went to overtime, with the new overtime rules where even if the Chiefs don't win the toss and the Bengals drive down and score – the Chiefs are getting the ball no matter what. Right. And to be fair to and to give everybody their credit, Chris Jones wasn't going to let that game go either. Dude, he was unbelievable. Yeah. The rookies were unbelievable. I Listen, the kid who returned to the punt at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, that was huge. Guy Moore, he was the punt returner at the beginning of the season, a rookie. He fumbled three times yeah. in the first eight games of the year. I was real nervous. And lost his lost his job, and I couldn't believe they were putting him back there. I was beside myself that they were doing it, and he makes one of the biggest plays of the game. Yeah, like for him to be able to do that and get them to where 
they didn't need a giant chunk play to get in field goal range. It just it just doesn't get better than that. It's yeah. just such a great sports moment and such a great win, and it shuts the Bengals up. And it's just it makes me so happy. Yeah, no, it so was a happy. great game and a great win and. Like I said, and if you've heard the podcast, you know, there was calls that were bad. And, yeah, did more of them go against the Bengals? They did. It's fine. There was times where, and you know Chacho, my youngest giant, that he's a Chiefs guy. There was one point where he goes, uh, he looks at me and goes, Dad? And I go, yeah. He goes, that was a great call. All pro call, buddy. And gave me <laughs> the fist bump. You know, he was like, and then in his head, like, that ain't, that ain't. It was that pass interference. Right, probably. it was that pass interference. Absolutely. He's like, that is the best call I've seen in a long time, Dad. I'll take it all day. That said, doesn't matter, man. They figured out a way to win. They did it. And, uh, you know, now they got to go play the Eagles. Right. And the Eagles will be a massive test. And we'll see, you know, at today – Hardman, Tony, and Juju, none of them practiced. And so, you know, there was this, I don't want to say discussion, but internet scuttlebutt of if those guys are still not healthy, are the Chiefs going to sign Odell for the Super Bowl, which they could, but reportedly they're not going to do that. I think they're just going to trust that two of those three guys are going to be back and that Mahomes with two more weeks to get the ankle right is going to be closer to 100%. And that they're going to have the best player on the field against a team that, you know, we have the edge at quarterback and they have the edge everywhere else. And we'll see if it's enough. Well, you know, I think the thing that helps them is that, in my mind, you know, as a dumb football guy, that offense probably doesn't need to change much. They are what they are and they do what they do. And so that being said, the wide receivers probably don't have to practice that much, right? Like, really? You've been through it all before. You got it. You know, it would, it would be helpful to run through some stuff, but you can probably do that in shells. Um, oh, that I totally agree with. The defense is going practicing. to be – that's the one that needs to get the practice because I talked about it earlier, Nick. You know, I don't know how many teams the Chiefs have played, and I said you were a professional, didn't I? I gave them all the credit. Yeah. You were the professional. You would know more. But watching every, I don't know how many teams the Chiefs have played who have who run that RPO and run it as well as the Eagles do. Like I think the Broncos ran it a little bit with Russ, but that Nathaniel yeah. Hackett didn't seem to really have a grip on what they were trying to do. Uh, just yeah, had, kind of threw out an idea, nobody. you know? And that RPO, that offense really puts pressure on a defense. Like It really does. So that's where I think the matchup is. But I think the Chiefs have great defensive linemen who hopefully will be able to, you know, figure that out. But that, that's where if I was like, what should we be practicing now? I'd be like, linebackers and D-line, like Frank Clark. This is how you defend that RPO. A hundred percent. And nobody runs it the way the Eagles run it. They're one of the most successful rushing teams ever. What I will say is, ever since Jalen Hurts got injured, he has not been effective throwing the ball. And I do wonder, you know, in two weeks, how much better he's going to – because if, they, if he can't throw the ball, I don't think Philly – has enough offense, even with the running, in order to be able to deal with the Chiefs. I could be wrong. Well, well, no, I mean, if you don't have the threat to run, to throw, then that, you know, obviously 
the RPO just becomes RO, and that is uh, yep. very ineffective. Correct. And so, but it'll, listen, the other thing is that Eagles defense has been unbelievable. And I don't have it in front of me. We talked about it on the show a bit today. They also have only played three even above average quarterbacks all year. And all three of those quarterbacks, you know, put up 30 plus on them. And so I do wonder how much of the defense is dominant and how much of the defense is feasting off Heineke and Daniel Jones and those guys. Right. So we'll you know, see my, you I mean, know, I agree with you, but my thing would be like, I'm not worried about it. Chiefs are going to get their points. They're going to get them. They're going to get in the 20s. I know that. The question is, you know, is Jalen Hurts healthy and is that RPO unstoppable? That's the question. I don't know the answer, but the Chiefs are going to get their yep. points. I wouldn't worry about the offense. So it's going to be great. The Chiefs are once again in the Super Bowl. It's now – Five years Mahomes starting, and 100% of the years they've been in the Final Four, 60% of the years they've been in the Super Bowl, and maybe a win away from 40% of the years winning the Super Bowl. We never see anything like it. Right. Well, now we got to talk about it. We don't have to do it now, but when you come back, the difference that it will make right now in the Mahomes legacy as to if he wins or loses. Because I think it's giant. I agree with you. Okay. He, and here's the other thing that I'll say. If, if there is a concern for me a bit, if they lose and you lose two Super Bowls in three years, what that does to the overall kind of morale and mindset of the team moving forward, yep. as opposed to if they win – in a year, everyone, including, I think, people in that building said, okay, we're going to take a step back this yep, year. I agree. We traded Tyreek. We are playing seven rookies, significant snaps. We'll still be good, but we are taking a step back so we can extend our Super Bowl window. If that year you win the Super Bowl, what it means for not only your ability to have the right mindset and everything – but your ability when you're not going to have a ton of cap space to be the spot, the veteran guy who's like, you know what, I've made my money. I want to win a championship. Let me go there. I think that part's huge as well. So we can talk about that more next week. I'll be, I'll be down at the Super Bowl. I'm getting on the train now. But we can talk more next week. I just wanted to check in with you guys. Thank I love you, man. You guys. Hey, you look, you, like guys. A, you look like a happy little kid when I saw you interview Mahomes. <laughs> it was pretty dope. It was a good time. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. That's it. We're done, huh? Yep, that's it. We're done. I just got the phone. Uh, for this weekend's Toxic and Problematic, I don't know what we're going to do, but we do have five tickets for uh, White Reaper to give away. Oh, nice. So that'll be good. So make sure you listen to that. Huh? Excellent. 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 You doing something tonight? You got sports? Yeah, Is sports. Yeah. You basketball? No, my oldest got baseball practice. Oh, okay. Got to take him to that. All right. Well, have you? fun. Um, no. I'm dog sitting, so that's my life for the next uh, five days. Snow cone, anything on the big board? Nothing that I know of. Really? No bachelor, bachelor. There's got to be something on tonight. I'll have after walk-ups tomorrow night. Uh, what is it? Love after walk-up. So what happens in that? You know uh, what? I don't care. Good show, Rose. Stay positive, kids. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo.